Hello and welcome. My name is Pastor Shane Britt, and it is such an honor to have you join our podcast today. I pray that you will find something uplifting and encouraging in the word you are about to hear. Also, please feel free to connect with us via Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. I'm so excited about what you're about to hear. Let's dive right into the Word of God. I'd like to welcome everyone to this special day. For six families in this room, they will dedicate their children today unto the Lord. These moments are always special because throughout their lives, they will remind themselves there will come times where you will remind the Lord I dedicated them to you on this specific day. I'll never forget when our children were much younger, sickness would strike their bodies. We would be rocking them, praying over them. It was without fail, my wife and I would remind the Lord, Lord, we dedicated them unto you. Lord, these these belong to you. They're not ours. You've just given them to us on loan. So today is a a special day. And I'm so honored that you chose to allow me to dedicate them unto the Lord and allow this church to pray a special prayer at the end of my message today. I would like to draw your attention to a passage of Scripture that in all my years of ministry, I have never preached from. But this week I was intrigued by 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 23. The Bible says, And he went up from thence unto Bethel. As he was going up by the way, there came forth little children out of the city and mocked him and said unto him, Go up, thou bald head. Go up, thou bald head. And he turned back and looked on them and cursed them in the name of the Lord. And there came forth two she-bears out of the wood and tear forty-two children of them. And he went from thence to Mount Carmel And from thence he returned to Samaria. I want to preach on this dedication Sunday from this thought. The influence of parents. The influence of parents. You're going to tune your heart to the word of the Lord right now. Bow your head and pray with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I know what you put in my spirit preach today, but God, I pray that the parents that are gathered dedicating these precious children, and God, those that will hear this message today, Lord, you would let the word fall upon good ground. May we leave this place better individuals, having been at the sanctuary today. We ask all of this in Jesus' name. And can somebody say amen? The influence of parents. 
Now, on the surface, the story I just read to you, the text, you may have heard for the very first time. Now, I have used this portion of Scripture in jest when uh, people would make fun of me for killing small deer on our, on our lease. And uh, I would say, you better be careful. Them she bears is going to come out them woods and get you. You're making fun of me. They really wasn't small. They wasn't. Anyway. Uh, it, 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 I would say it in jest. But be careful making fun of your pastor now. Uh, them she bears are going to come out and get you. But, you know, it, it's all in good in jest. But I started pondering this scripture when I read it afresh this week. And I've. I believe that there are principles that are going to help. I know the six families that are represented, but it's going to help those in this room right now. One thing that I've learned parenting three children, and by no means do I get the award for being the best, but there are some things about raising children that we can all say amen to. Children learn behaviors. Children copy what they see, and what they hear. They are literal sponges. Children, as a general rule, are not creators, but they are imitators. They mimic what they see us do. They mimic what they hear us do. I'll never forget, and I've used this illustration, I'll never forget when I was a small child, about the size of Isaac and some of these guys running around here, we would have our own private church service over on the side or in a prayer room. And uh, without fail, we would mimic the elders in the church. We would mimic the pastor of the church, how he kicked his leg, how, how Sister Scruggs would run down that aisle shaking that head and, and, and shouting before the Lord. We just had our own private church service, but the church service consisted of us children mimicking what we saw and what we heard. You see, when I read this scripture with all that I have just said in heart and in mind today, these children in this text just didn't wake up one day and come up with the idea. I'm going to be on the side of the road. And I know the prophet's going to walk by. And I know the prophet's going to come right by us. And we're just going to get together and we're going to laugh him to scorn. We're going to make fun of his bald head. I just don't believe that's the way it happened. But here's what I believe happened. I believe they repeated what they heard inside the four walls of their house. I believe they repeated what their influencers uh, were putting into them. I believe they just repeated what was discussed around the kitchen table when nobody else was around. I believe their parents put something in them about the prophet. They made fun of his bald head when nobody... Can you believe that prophet ain't got no hair on his head? Can you just believe that prophet... Uh, uh, they began to poke fun at him. They called him baldy. And what they discussed in private eventually became public. I can only imagine the conversation they had about the prophet. But on this day, all of it culminated 
this day. The Bible says little children. That just stood out to me today. Little children. They were not grown-ups making fun of the prophet. They were little. But they had been so influenced that this day would haunt up to 42 mamas and daddies. We don't know how many of them were brothers and sisters. All we know is 42 people. 42 little babies, little children, were destroyed because they repeated what they had been taught or what they had heard. God help us, parents, under the sound of my voice. And I'm preaching to this whole church today and those that are watching online. I hope something will click in our spirits and we will get a godly appreciation for the power that resides in us to be an influencer in our children. I believe that our children should hear around our kitchen tables when we rise up in the morning, when they go to bed at night, Brother Jake. There ought to be an appreciation for the house of God. There ought to be an appreciation for the things of God. There ought to be good things that you're speaking about the man of God. They ought to hear good things about the Sunday school teachers that teach your children. They ought to hear good Good things about those that lead our youth and that are involved in this church. Here's what I want us to get in our spirit. I don't ever want to ever plant a seed in my children that one day they will begin to make fun of what we hold dear and cherish. Hallelujah. I want them to love where they go to church. I, I just think and believe with strong conviction this is the best church in all the world. Now, I know you have a right to your opinion, but I just believe this is the best church. Why? Because you're here, and the Spirit of the Lord is here. I want them to love coming every Sunday, every Wednesday, every Thursday to prayer meeting, every youth event, every social event that goes on here at this church. I want them to love being here. But how are they going to love being here if we're not influencing them in the right way? I don't want to be guilty of destroying everything that comes across this pulpit by the time we get home on Sunday. Pastors teaching, pastors preaching, pastors encouraging us. And by the time we get home in a private conversation in our cars or in our homes, everything has been destroyed. We need to affirm our children that this is the safest place on the planet. This is the safest place. When, 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 all, the, when, when all of the world has come against us and Maybe we've made the poorest of choices and maybe we're suffering the consequences of our decision. This is the only hope. In a cruel, dying world, the only hope for you is the local church and what it can do for you and through your family by the power of the Holy Ghost. I think we ought to just take one moment and thank God for the local church. I thank God for the church. And my next statement, it, it convicts me to the core. 
But I know a lot of people right now that have backslid and are far away from God because their parents destroyed their influence. They destroyed the influence of the pastor in the church. Let me, let me say to you six families today, don't make that tragic mistake. Build up your leaders. Build up those spiritual leaders in your children's eyesight because they may deal with things with your children that you may not know about. They may counsel them and work with them through situations. And because you built them up and you, you, you say, my God, that's the, that's the best youth group. That's the best Sunday school. That's the best departments that we've got in our church. And you know what you're going to do? You're going to put something in them that they will honor and reverence what God's doing inside this house. Parents, we cannot speak one language at church and another language at home. In Nehemiah 13, verse 23, the Bible says, In those days also saw I Jews that had married wives of Ashdod, of Ammon, and of Moab. And their children spake half in the speech of Ashdod and could not speak in the Jews' language, but according to the language of each people. Our children deserve to hear one voice, one message, one hope. Parents, I'm charging you today. Let your voice be clear and certain. You have more influence than you think you do. Every time you're holding that baby, every time you're rocking him out, every time you're getting him ready for school or getting her ready to go and do things, they need to hear your voice. They're watching and listening to you and mimicking you. Don't let the voice of a television, a computer, or a screen have a louder voice than your voice. God did not give you that child for Hollywood to raise. God did not give you that child for this world to put into them and infuse into them the cultures of this world. We need parents that are counterculture. We need parents that will buck the tide and say, you know what? As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. As for me and my children, we're going to be what God's called us to be. Let the Supreme Court pass whatever law they want. Let Washington do whatever they want. But my hope is not in this life. If it was, we would be of all men most miserable. But my faith and my hope is in the Lord Jesus Christ and what he's doing and what his... I've got the word on my side. I've got the book in my corner. I'll stand for Jesus and let the world go by. I've just made up my mind in the swimming tide of, the, of destruction that's coming. I'm just going to stand for Jesus and let the world go by. Hallelujah. I love the story of Moses. I read it afresh. Read it afresh last evening. His mother was Jochebed. The story in Exodus unfolds in chapter 2 when we see the children of Israel growing and multiplying in captivity and in slavery. Under fear of what would be the outcome, 
So much growth and so much blessing was upon the children of God. Pharaoh commanded every son under two years old to be cast into the Nile. And every daughter would be salvaged alive. But when Jochebed saw her precious son and knew he was a goodly child, according to verse 2 in chapter 2, she hid him for three months. But verse 3 says, And when she could hide him no more. There comes a time, parents, that you can only hide and protect your children for so long. One day they're going to have to make decisions for themselves. One day they're going to grow and they're going to get on that. They're going to grow up and they're going to get to kindergarten and they're going to get to elementary. You're going to blink and they're going to graduate high school and you're going to blink and they're going to register for college. You're going to blink and they're going to get married. But the hope we must all cleave to is that I've put enough in them, Brother Kuhorn. I've put enough in them. What we put in them will hold them. What I invest into them is what's going to bring them to being all that God has called them to become. Jochebed put something in Moses. It was only a short period of time. But when the decision was made by Moses, although he was raised in the house of Pharaoh, the Bible said in Hebrews 11, 24 and 25, by faith when he was, by faith Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. We are not promised the road our children will necessarily walk. But mamas and daddies hear me on this, on this dedication service. I want to be guilty of teaching our kids the importance of the house of God. The importance of the word of God. I want to model and teach them what it means to be faithful. I want to teach them how to live moral. I want to teach them it's it's okay to be different. It's okay to be holy. It's okay to come to church and worship God. I want to teach them what it's like to be a soul winner. I want to, I want to teach them what it's like to be loyal and how to love one another. I want to teach them the precious apostolic truth that has been handed and gifted to us. I can promise you the world is going to try its best to indoctrinate them with the things of this world. Our world is so corrupt with agendas that are being pushed. But I'm, I'm, I'm pulling for, I know I'm pulling for six families, but I'm pulling for every family in here. I'm, I'm declaring unto you that we are in a war and we need righteous voices that will stand for the word of God and not bend to the pressures of this world. I don't care what's being vomited out unto us. It's up to us if we let it become a meal for us. Let God be true and every man be a liar. Let this word be a benchmark for our morality and our doctrine. Let the word of God be a benchmark for our morality 
in our doctrine. Guard your baby's eyes and ears, mamas. Guard your baby's eyes and ears, guardians. Invest into them. Get them to Sunday school. Teach them the stories of the Word of God. There will be a day that you can't hide them any longer. And what you have put in them will rise to the top. What you put in them will rise to the surface. The Bible says, train up a child in the way they should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. I said this Wednesday night, if you want part one, go to our webcast or you can go to our podcast. I, utilize, uh, I quoted this scripture. It's work training up a child. There's sleepless nights. There's long days. But it's worth it. Somebody say it's worth it. Your hard work will pay dividends to you and the generations coming behind you. I, I know I've alluded to this, but I'm going to say it again. Don't let a screen have more influence than your voice as a parent. The influence of each of you parents is so strong. I believe in every one of you parents, all six of you parents and guardians that are gathered in your families. You have one of the most pivotal roles. And I don't want you to take it for granted. Statistics that I would like to share. When both parents attend Bible study in addition to the Sunday service, 72% of their children attend Sunday school when grown. When only the father attends Sunday school, 55% of the children attend when they're grown. When only the mother attends Sunday school, you ready for this? 15% of the children attend when grown. When neither parent attends Sunday school, only 6% of the children attend when grown. If the mother is the first to become a Christian, there is a 17% probability everyone else in the household will follow. However, when the father is the first, there's a 93% probability everyone else in the household will follow. Men, men, be the leader in your home. I said be the priest of your home, the Bible said. Be the priest and lead your family to the house of God. Lead your family in relationship with God because when you do, your percentages are drastically increased because of your influence. You hear me say it all the time. Don't let your wife, don't let the mother, don't let mama be stronger than you, daddy, in your spiritual walk with God. It's very easy for, well, I'm macho, man. I, 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 I don't want nobody to see me cry. I, I, I'll get it together one day. No, 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 no. God's calling for men to be strong in this hour. God's calling for men to be righteous examples. Uh, hallelujah, hallelujah. We need a strong men. We need strong fathers that will say as we're going to do this and we're going to do it together. We're going to do this and we're going to do it together. 
Hallelujah. I believe in the power of a strong man leading the family. And when we look at statistics like I have just shared, it causes us to look and evaluate everything we do. Parents, your influence is great. Without you, without you, we place our children's heart, mind, soul, and strength in the hands. We place them in the hands of a world that's going to chew them up and spit them out. Without you, parents, making a conscious decision to be righteous and godly and to raise your children in the fear and admonition of the Lord, we leave their fate in the hands of those that literally could care less. So this morning, when I call your child's name, if you would come and stand in front of me across, if your, the mother and the father would come and stand with their child in front of this platform, and once, that, once you are standing, if the family members that have gathered would like to stand behind them, I'm going to dedicate them unto the Lord. William Harrison Jones. Ariella Zavanna Jones. Walter Ace A.K.A. Wally Rains. Y'all will bring him. Walker Thomas Dale Collins. Liliana Carshawn. Did I get it right? Threat. If you would. Raiden Adele Marquez. This is one of our biggest baby dedications we've ever had. You know what this says to me? It's a sign of great potential for our future. When we're dedicating this many babies... The future of our church is in good hands. The families that have came to witness this and have came as support to each of these families, if you would, if you would like to come and stand behind them as a support, you are more than welcome to do that at this time. This is beautiful. We might need to scoot in just a little bit to make room for everybody. This part will not be long. 
This is probably one of my favorite parts as a pastor. All the things I do is doing what I'm about to do for each of you. Because I believe in the consequential effect it has on your child and on you. Because really today, through my comments, through my message and what we're about to do, we call it a baby dedication, but it's really a parental dedication. Because we're dedicating ourselves to raise what God has blessed us with in the fear and the admonition of the Lord. So today we're going to do three pledges. I speak today, first of all, on behalf of the child that is represented with you today. And if, if they could talk, if he or she could talk today, this is what they would say to you. I pledge to become what you make of me. I promise to observe your every action and activity. To follow your example and mimic your walk, talk, attitudes, and habits. I pledge also to be influenced by all that you are and do, both positive and negative. You have not come to my world. I have come to yours. It's all strange to me. I cannot speak your language. I know nothing of your laws. And your ways are beyond my present comprehension. But my needs are simple. I need a balance of love and discipline. Spirit and truth. Praise and correction. Freedom and restraint. Under your guidance. I pledge to give you joy, comfort, and happiness to all those whose life I chance to touch. That's the pledge from your child today. Now I would, I would speak on behalf of every family that's gathered. The families of each, of each child. We as members of your immediate family and we're speaking to the child from the family. We as members of your immediate family pledge our undying love and devotion to you. We promise a home life full of godly ideals and principles. We pledge to give proper examples of dedication, commitment, faithfulness, patriotism, and Christian conduct that will enable you to make the right decisions concerning God and eternity. If each of your families would make this pledge to your child, would you please say, we do. You. If the church would stand. I speak as the pastor of this great church on behalf of Sanctuary Community Church I make a solemn pledge we pledge ourselves as a church body we promise in the fear of God to do the best of our ability to provide you with a church that practices apostolic doctrine and preaches Jesus Christ and Him crucified we pledge to give you the kind of atmosphere that will draw 
you to Christ in worship, sacrifice, dedication, fellowship, and in true fidelity. We pledge to do our best to provide you the safest place on planet earth. If the church would say we do, if you make this solemn pledge to these children, we do. If the men of this great church, if you don't mind, if you would step out of your seat and you would just come and stand, kind of make a perimeter around these families. I'm going to move through going to move through these children and anoint them with oil we're going to anoint them for his service and once I anoint them I'm going to pray one solemn prayer we're going to dedicate these to the Lord would you just begin to in your own way prepare your heart for what God is about to do for each of these children These are special moments. Maybe your family could our friends can just kind of draw just a little bit closer and maybe you would just stretch your hands toward the mother and the father that's holding these children that's it let them feel something special heavenly father lord you have blessed us the giver of life you have blessed us and give us on long God, these precious treasures to have and to hold, to raise and to influence, to become what you had destined them to become. Lord, I pray over every mother and every father and every grandparent, every guardian. I pray for every influencer that is connected to these children. I pray in the name of Jesus that you would give them a holy righteous boldness that they can lead in these uncertain times with godly values with godly principles Lord that they would be unashamed to declare the goodness of our God and God that they would lead their homes and lead their families as examples one that their child will mimic and one that their child would one day one day they will walk down these aisles and confess you Lord and repent of their sins and will be baptized in your precious name and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost God I pray we will model our lives so that when that day comes there will be no resistance there will be nothing that would hinder that but God that we would reap from what we have sown into their lives we would reap from what has been sown. It's in Jesus' precious name we dedicate them.
to the Lord today. Hallelujah. Use it for your service and for a holy purpose. We dedicate this temple to you, Lord. We dedicate this temple to you, Lord. We dedicate over every influencer that these children will come in contact with. 
God, I pray over the influence of these parents. May they never forget the influence that they have. May we partner with them. I believe the church and the home should be a close partnership. We partner together. We partner and we do life together. We rejoice in this day because this partnership, this relationship has been forged and formed and it won't be long to each one of these children will walk down an old-fashioned aisle and kneel at an altar and lift their hands toward heaven and repent of their sins, be baptized in Jesus' name, and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. I still believe it's the only way to get from earth to heaven. There is no other gospel. There is no other way but through Christ. On behalf of this great church today, on behalf of this great church, I'd like to give a certificate to all of our babies today that have been dedicated. William, your certificate of dedication. Mariella, Walker, may you never forget. Brother Wally, Grace, little Lily. I would like to say on behalf of this church, congratulations. Could we give these families and these babies I know it took a lot of work and a lot of uh, getting family members here and the commitment to do this. But if you don't remember anything that I preached today, don't remember. Don't forget to remember. Don't remember. Don't forget to remember the influence you have on your child. You have the precious, most precious gift God can give us. The gift of a child. Maximize your time. Maximize the effort. And to God be the glory for the things that he has done. Can we sing it one more time? We dedicate it. Why don't we as a church rededicate ourselves to the cause of our children?